This is Metastrophic Music. Welcome, campers. You are tuned into the new podcast called Metastrophic Music a show where we talk about our favorite bands and records and have a good old time trying to turn you, the listener, as well as us, the hosts, onto some great new tunes and artists. So gather close around the fire and don't forget your hot tea or cocktail. It's time to get into it with your hosts, the Mats, Kelly and Duffy. All right, greetings, campers. Today's artist is Incubus. Formed in 1991, current members are... Brandon Boyd, Mike Enzinger, Jose Pasillas, Chris Kilmore, and Ben Kenny. Incubus is known for such hit records that are not included in our F-Stack consideration. Pardon Me, Drive, Stellar, Wish You Were Here, Warning, and Megalomaniac. Alright, Duffy. How are you? I'm, oh, I'm great, dude. How was your experience with Incubus? Good. As you can tell, I'm excited to get right into this because this has been a great week of music. Yeah, yeah, this was a nice um, change up from the music that we've been listening to primarily for the last few weeks. It's a band that definitely sounds like no other. I don't think any other bands sound like Incubus. They're their own beast and they have their own sound. And even within their catalog of all of their records, their sound is very diverse, but but always sounds like Incubus, of course. So yeah, it was a real pleasure dipping into a lot of this stuff that was completely new to me because I haven't really stayed caught up on this band throughout the years. And there's a lot of stuff that, as happens with our show, you listen to this stuff and you're like, man, how come I haven't been listening to this for the last, yeah. you know, five, ten years or whatever? I quickly added 25 new songs to my uh, my inventory while going through this. I was like, wow. <laughs> I like looking at that, looking back. So you kind of, as I'm going through the whole chronology, you find all these like little rare ones, but I'm like, they're not quite good enough to put on an, on an F stack or the F stack, I should say. Just know the songs that I'm going to return to like, ooh, this is, you know, catchy or whatever. I want to give this, you know, a listen in the future. I mean, there was a time where I was really, really into Incubus, but it has been, yeah. like you said, it has been a while since, I mean, it's been probably a decade or more since I really gave the band a, a real hard listen. And Oh, same. Definitely pleasantly surprised, like you said, highs and lows. The way that they travel the musical spectrum, it's really hard to, like, genre define them at even, like, track to track on an album. Yeah, and they've really maintained their sound, though, too, you know? And it's risky in a lot of ways because it's like not every listener is going to love every track. Each album will be, you know, a handful that I love, a handful I like, and a handful I just pass on. Yeah. So when we do our homework, I call it our homework for the show, even though homework kind of sucks and this doesn't suck, it's fun. We're gathering wood for the fire. We're out there in the woods and we're looking for the best logs to throw on here. Yeah. But something I've noticed about myself is, and even with your stack that you present, that you're presenting this episode, a lot of songs by all sorts of different bands, I'm starting to realize I don't always like everything that much the first time I hear it. Mm -hmm. 
But after a few listens, I don't know, I'm just, I guess that's me. I'm, I'm starting to realize this is me, my, <laughs> my way. The first time I hear it, I'm like, okay, you know, that's cool. But then I, you know, make myself listen to it a few more times. And that's, you know, what it takes, I guess, for me to really fully appreciate and to find these new songs that are like new favorite or i'm really into so it's just something personally i've been realizing about myself as we go along here um like i said with your stack on first listen a couple of these songs i was just like ah you know incubus is good so anything they do is good then the more i listened to it i was like okay you know this is growing on me and i see where this is like how this is hitting for matt like i'm starting to pick up on that i almost felt like I was safe in making certain picks, knowing that like I was probably going to get a diverse selection from you that I would also get to. For instance, there will be one song in your stack that I bypassed for a certain reason. Coming back to it is like, oh, I can see why I bypassed this, but also like super gratefully put this in his stack because I love this song now. It worked out really well. Like you said, it might not latch onto you. And I'm trying to listen to yeah. so much music. I'm trying to consume like a band's entire catalog. Is just difficult in general, but extremely difficult with my hearing. It's working my way through that. You get to the end, and I just know there were things that I'm going to miss, and I'm like, that's great because Duffy's just going to have his whole his whole S stack that's just going to be like perfect. I get to listen to all this now. <laughs> so I was like excited, legitimately, like sit down and listen to it, experience it yeah. the way that we do. And it's going to sound really weird. I was not. I'm not. I'm still not a fan of their biggest hits. Really. Pardon Me, Stellar, Drive, like, none of them are really, like, bonded to me. Uh-huh. A little bit later in their career that I was like, oh, my God, this is this band is awesome. Kind of missed, like, that window of, like, this was when they were, like, at their, probably their biggest. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with discovering your love for a band past their prime or, you know, when they're no longer the big thing or, you know, what's hot. Oh yeah, another thing I wanted to say for the listener, more of the story for what I was saying a, a minute ago, is don't throw a track on the fire after just one listen. Yes. You know, if you listen to a song and, you know, it's not tickling your fancy quite the way you want it to, don't just throw it in the fire. Um, you know, come back later and listen again and a third time and, you know, maybe you will end up liking it. I like that a lot. That's great advice, dude. Yeah. So you want to get started? Let's get started. For the campers playing along at home, each week, we the Mats will pick a band or artist that we love, choosing four of our favorite songs to build an F-Stack. A four-track F-Stack is deep cuts only, no radio-friendly massive hits allowed. We exchange our F-stacks with one another and consider the gems we have collected to build a combined Matastrophic Ultimate 4-track F-stack. It's a game of cooperation, compromise, shared passion, and musical discovery. We are here to have a wholesome good time, so... Ladies, gentlemen, non-binaries, and everyone under the beautiful rainbow of humanity, set your drama down and share in the good vibes at our campfire right here with Matastrophic Music. Let's get positively cosmic. 
All right, Duffy. You want me to go first? Yeah, man. Yes, I do. Uh-huh. My first track. My scalpel. Make yourself. Title track from the 1999 album, Make Yourself. Oh, that was 1999? I, I didn't even look that up. Wow. Yeah, I went I went diving through all these records' histories when I was going through them because I was just kind of interested. Yeah. yeah, like the periods of time when these came out kind of put myself in that headspace, like rediscover a lot of passion for these tracks. And I was like, this this one, discovered this later on, post-Morning View, I feel like. I kind of worked my way back, so it was like, and, but mm-hmm. this was like the perfect anthem for me. Yeah, why is this your number one? Why is this my number one? Just because of the way it hits. Like, it comes in with a, a great message. Yeah. That's my favorite part, yeah. Yeah. Uh, chorus, you should make men's with you if only for better health. I wrote that down, man. I, I I wrote that down. My Probably my favorite lyric in this whole catalog because it's it's such great advice and catchy yeah. to sing along to. Like, it's a great combination. Like, it hits. That is my favorite line in that song. It's great, and, it, and I like that because it really is true. You gotta forgive yourself sometimes, you know. God, it's okay. You're gonna make mistakes. I think I'm addicted to finding like positive message songs. Like, yeah, man. I think that's our theme. Yes, it makes you want to just grab your life by the reins and achieve your dreams and all of that good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I picked it. What did you think of it? First off, yeah, I really like how you and I seem to latch onto these songs that yeah. are you know speaking positivity and you know trying to encourage people and you know, help people to see things in a better light and to realize their potential and, you know, not let the world get them, get you down so much, you know? And yeah, I really like this song, Make Yourself. It's kind of, you know, it's telling you that you can be however you want to be. You can make yourself strong and confident. You, you know, you kind of, you possess the ability, the power to do that. Um, you know, however you want to be, make yourself. And I think, I really do think that that is possible too. I, I've kind of had some experience with that before, uh, where I've had times in my life where I've set my mind on something and I've kind of put a picture in my own mind of how I wanted myself to be in the future. Mm-hmm pushing myself towards that image of myself that I had in my mind. And it kind of worked. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. I forgot about it once I guess I reached that point. Thinking back on it, you know, it's like, oh yeah, I, I put in the work. I was, you know, consciously trying to achieve. It's a great tune um, musically. Got like that big open chorus. I like when it gets to the chorus. I, I like uh, one thing I noted is the scream at the end of the song. <laughs> it's just a kind of Love a cool it. part. But yeah, hard rocking tune, man. Um, not as like erratic and wild as a lot of their like heavy tunes. Yeah, yeah. But like a solid hard rocking tune. Excellent. What was your number one? So my number one is State of the Art. And I had never heard this song before doing the homework here for the show. Mm-hmm. This is the sort of song, this sound, that just sits really well with me. I, th- I guess this is more of like a straight-up rock song, I would call it. Yep. As far as for what I listen to. It's kind of like a straight-up rock tune. But it's like cool, chill, hypnotic. 
Ooh, hypnotic. Yeah, I like that. That smooth, like heavy bass groove. Mm-hmm. When you're li- definitely when you're listening to it on some quality headphones, um, that bass is kicking, man. Yeah. Musically, it just sits really well with me. I'm into the lyrics, the chorus. Look at you, so bright, state of the art. You're new, you're young, you're blissful. Ignorance is everything they like. That line, man. You know, you're new, you're young, you're blissful. Ignorance is everything they like. I'm kind of picturing like he's maybe speaking to almost like his younger self, maybe. Oh, I can see that. I could definitely see that. Your state of the art, kind of like because this um, is off of the record eight, which uh, was maybe one of their last records to come out. So maybe he's kind of like singing back to himself when he felt like he was that state of the art sort of rock star. Oh, I like that. Blissful ignorance is everything they like. So I'm kind of figuring this out as I as I talk to you here. <laughs> it's got the perfect vibe for the campfire, man. Yeah, what did you think of this song? Well, it kind of grew on me. So I was interested to hear why you put it on there. It's good in informing me, like, what your sound you're looking for, like, with, like, hypnotic. And, like, I really like that to describe the experience of the song. Like, for instance, if you heard this song on the radio, maybe the first time, you could be doing any number of things while it's playing in the background. What was the intention in the creation of the song? Like, what, what was he, you know, trying to do? For me, I'm always looking for that little edge to it, and it never appeared. So I think that's why I have, like, a mixed love for Incubus, is because I know what kind of tricks are in the bag and uh-huh. that I like a lot. So when you kind of, like, withhold them, it makes me, like, antsy for them. So it's hard to be like, <laughs> okay, so when is this going to, like, switch up and do something really weird or something? Yeah. The most loved tracks don't do that. And I think that's just kind of just how my mind is conditioned to listen to this kind of music. Yeah. Sometimes you want it spiky, like hard, hard sharp edges and stuff like that. I mean, ultimately, I was like, you know what, this is, this is actually a pretty good song. I don't know that I'm ever going to listen to it on my own again, but I'm like enjoying the experiences while I was in it. So I was like, this is good to learn about my own tastes. Understand why maybe I hadn't listened to Incubus in a while. The melody for the chorus of this song sticks in my head so easy. Well, when we were just talking about Make Yourself, it's like all I can Mm -hmm. hear is this melody for State of the Art in my head, and it's like, stop. It's like, stop that. (laughs) I get to see what what is jumping out to you and incubus is i knew when we did this i was like this is going to be great because we're going to get a lot of different sounds yeah so uh let's move on to number two all right my number two is circles off of 2001's morning view yeah i always refer to this song is my bad friendship song because i've had a few stinkers in my life there wasn't a lot of, like, I guess you could say, gender-defining as far as when I come across, like, who he necessarily is talking about in the song. So it's nice to, like, for me personally, with my male friends, it was nice if, you know, you're ever in a, whatever, in a mood or whatever and just want to, like, pout about it. I'd put circles on. I don't know. I just love the way it punches. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of one of my other favorites, Alanis Morissette, the way that the song, like, the the rock tempo is, like, okay. particular. Probably, like, man, she's kind of, like, underappreciated as far as, like, her place and, like, that era. Oh, yeah. 
I didn't expect to go into this being like, well, I'm thinking a lot about like how much I like Alanis Morissette <laughs> while listening to Incubus. Yeah. <laughs> there are definitely some parallels as far as like the emotional vulnerability. Yeah, I like that this song musically like oriented around that guitar riff. That's a cool riff. I really like that. And I can definitely, when this song kicks in, I can instantly picture a bosh pit. I'm picturing the live, yeah. the live concert Incubus experience. I'm picturing, you know, myself there, and this song kicks in, and I just see like the circle pit open up, you know, and everybody just slamming around, you know, not not as violent as like say a Slipknot mosh pit, but you know what I mean, like you know, like a good old, you know, like just yeah. ramming into each other and stuff like that. Yep. Is there a flute in the middle of this song? Did you catch like a flute in there? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you, but that's going to make me want to go like and try to listen back and see if I can pick that out. Yeah, I, I feel like I heard a flute. <laughs> if you just sneak a little flute into your song, <laughs> I'm all for that. All right, so my number two is New Skin off from the record Science. Science was the first Incubus record that I ever heard. It's the only Incubus record that I ever, CD, that I ever purchased. Oh, that's a little tidbit of trivia there. Yeah, as far as um, actually owning physical music from Incubus, yeah, it was science. For me, man, this was like like year 2000, 2001, mm-hmm. maybe, yeah, maybe like 2001. So back then, dude, life was different. for me (laughs) (laughs) yes Uh, yes 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 it was the this record fit in well with my chosen lifestyle (laughs) chaotic (laughs) this the sound of this record man it fit perfectly sci-fi weirdness on display really like i could think of a couple bands like power man 5000 Uh had like a kind of sci-fi vibe to them that i liked a lot yeah, that chaotic life, and this song fits perfectly, man. It's aggressive, it's heavy. It's like a tribal, uh, sort of like hand percussion thing in the song, too. Yeah. It's almost got, like, which fit in perfectly with, you know, that the year 2001. It's got, um, like, a rap metal sort of verse. And it has that, like, weird... Um thing in the middle where it's like a a public service announcement kind of yeah (laughs) the roles i wrote down was that it starts until the 20th century yeah i don't know man it's some spoken word crazy crazy shit (laughs) this album i was really like in the morning view crow light grenades like those three albums were like Uh that's all i listened to miss science but going back and listening to it now it's like this is crazy like i would have loved it it's bonkers man yeah i love how he put the lyric too when will we when will we be new skin yes you can interpret that a lot of different ways i guess i'm gonna immediately give points to any song that includes disastrous and catastrophe you've kind of Uh hit on like both (laughs) my creative bells with that chaotic catastrophe yep this song definitely paired well with like 25 people in a one bedroom apartment and everybody's just high and drunk and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be so my number three crow left of the murder title track off of the album from 2004 this is probably my favorite incubus song 
Okay. It's been such a long time since I listened to it. I was looking forward to like just coming up to this album. When this came out, a hundred times easily in the first month, just constantly playing this album. And it just takes me back immediately. I could just envision that period of time crystal clear in my mind. And I was like, it was a good place. You never really know what the nostalgia you know, is it going to be an angel or a demon today? You know, it's kind of plays those weird little <laughs> games in your, my imagination. You know, when I'm writing and stuff, I used to live in um, Tucson, Arizona. And I could just picture myself walking down, like, Speedway, Pantano, Broadway. I worked at um, Bookman's uh, used bookstore there on Broadway mm-hmm. around 2005. So if anybody who worked with me from there that comes across this podcast, what up? The, I guess I would say with the chorus. From here on, it's instinctual. Even straight roads meander. Every piece contains a map of it all. Mm-hmm. I love that lyric. Even straight roads meander. Kind of like, I love that idea of like the path you're on. You know, even if you think you're going like straight towards it, you know, there's always going to be a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right. Not necessarily how you envision it. This is, I haven't listened to this song in well over a decade. And then to like have it hit you the same way that it hit you back in 2004, crazy. Yeah, that's cool, man. What did you think? Yeah, that's cool. Well, um, <clears throat> I'm glad that you kind of explained the meaning a little bit, as like, at least how you relate to the meaning of this song. Because mm-hmm. in his lyrics, he says, do you get it yet? <laughs> and <laughs> I was thinking, no, not really. Like <laughs> I wasn't really picking up on um, on exactly what he was talking about in this song, so I wanted to ask you, do you get it yet? See, I, I mean, I can't personally speak, obviously, for what I'm assuming Brandon right. wrote. I don't know what the actual meaning, and that's the, I mean, that's with music, that's the beauty of it. Instantly, when I heard it, I was like, I understand this on some weird soul level, kind of like in the same way you were saying about state of the art, like, it stays in my head. Like you just said, do you get it yet? Like I can hear him singing that over and over in my head now. Like, yeah. Yeah. And this has, you know, kind of that quick beat, bright chorus, sort of like a happy feel, I would say. Yeah. That opening guitar riff, it kind of like reminds me of Frusciante and um, Snow. Oh. It's almost like that Snow yeah. guitar part. And I know the Incubus song came first. So I, I like this song. I didn't connect with it like in the same way that you connect with it. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good tune. I liked it. And I, I was not familiar with this song before either. All right. So my number three is The Warmth off from... What's this off? I think it's off Make Yourself. I didn't write it down, but... Yes, I believe so. This song, man, this is another one that takes me back. You know, kind of like we were, we were just saying with those last couple tunes. I mean, when I think about this song, it paints a very specific memory in my mind. It's probably me just piecing together several memories. My wife, Amber, back in the early 2000s when this came out, she really liked this song. And she would sing along, you know, whenever it came on, when we were at a party or whatever. And I just really remember her. That's a lot of my memory of this song is her singing this song. Oh, that's great, dude. Yeah, I really liked how I could see how much she liked it, you know, how into it she was. Like, she was totally, like, grooving on it. I liked the song, too, but 
I think what I really liked even more was just seeing how she got into it so much, you know, and how she really liked this song so much. It brought like an extra quality out for you. you yeah. Know? Yeah. So my number three here is just as much about her as it is about me, I guess. And uh, it's a nice, it, it makes me feel warm and fuzzy, you know, a nice yeah, memory. That's good, dude. So when the, when the song starts, those sounds are whale sounds. Where I'm sure you knew that. <laughs> no, but I, I no, I, I didn't know that, and I have comment to make. Yeah, those are whale sounds. Those are, and that's not, um, that's not like a guitar or whatever. That's real recorded whale sounds. Wow. And it's actually they they sampled that, so it's sampled from "Drifting Off" by Doctor Roger S. Payne from the record "Deep Voices." What? The second whale record from 1977. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah, so I was trying to, you know, I wanted to get my information correct here for our show. So doing my research, I was finding like threads where people were talking about the sounds yep. and trying to, um, they're like, yeah, what what guitar effect pedal do I use to, to get that intro where it sounds like whales? And it's like, dude, it's whales. You can't. <laughs> it's <actual laughs> you <know>? whales. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't recreate that. Yeah, so that was really cool to, to find that out because from back when I heard the song back in the day, I mean, everybody was just assumed that they were real whales, and now I know for certain that they are. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I wrote in that intro very challenging to my ears when I first heard it. Like, I had to stop. Oh. It kind of, like, gated me off in a way. I wrote down I had, like, a blown-out tinny sound in my, my ears for some reason because tinnitus does a lot of weird things. Uh-huh. And this one in particular, like, I heard it, and then, like, the ringing kind of did that after. And I used to <laughs> I used to have, I was like, oh, well, at least I get a cool flashback memory. I used to have this little cassette for my Walkman like this, the old cassette tape Walkmans, <laughs> really dating us here, that you'd plug in like as a little speaker. It was the shape of a cassette, and it had like this little cheap plastic like easel stand you'd fold out behind it, and you could set it down, and it had like these two really incredibly cheap, very poor-sounding speakers. Yeah. Your basic cell phone speaker now quality is probably much improved. It's that bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. I personally slept on this song. You sent it to me, and I'm like, and then I had that sound hit my ears, and I was like, oh, no. And I got past the, like, intro, and I, like, listened to the song. Holy crap, the song's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so it was nice, because I actually got to hear the, the, like, listen to the song, and I was like, great. I was going to say, this is my favorite on your, on your stack. Oh, nice. Dude, the guitar, to me, when it comes in, sounds like it's underwater. It kind of, it fits right in there, you know? Now that you say that, it's like, this is kind of crazy. It's like they're under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> that's a good callback dude i don't know why but everything is so funny to me tonight i don't know either it must be the incubus man i know contact incubus going on but yeah i really like the lyric in this song too so don't let the world bring you down not everyone here is that fucked up and cold yeah remember why you came and while you're alive experience the warmth before you grow old I like it. Yeah. Yeah, great tune, man. Uh, musically, the melody, the chorus, you know, the cool guitar effects, and whales, you know? You can't ask for anything more than that. So, ready for my number four, my sledgehammer? Yes. 
All right, sir. And it's a surprise for me. I picked Karma Comeback. Yeah. And that's off of their 2020 EP, Trustfall Side B, which was new to me. I loved it. Yeah, I didn't know where you found this song. I loved the whole EP. I was like, this is great. I, we couldn't use Into the Summer. It was released as a single, but I really digged like the 80s vibe to that one, too. Yeah, this was a late push for me. That heavy, heavy riff. I was like, this is what I love about this band so much. And I was like, this is perfect as a finish. And like, the way that riff goes, like, first time I heard it, felt like it was tumbling down the stairs. It almost like a like a Looney Tunes cartoon is just in the background. There's somebody comically falling down the stairs to this really heavy, heavy... Gotcha, to, to some cool music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those... Songs that I'm like, man, I'm really glad I'm doing this because I yeah. probably would not have come across this otherwise. Yeah, I'm kind of, uh, when I listen to this, I'm picturing like a sexy dance club. Oh, okay. People are, uh, you know, dancing very hip like that stone cold face where they're like not showing emotion. <laughs> <laughs> cool vibe when the song starts, that bass line. That, sound, that sounds nice. I've got to do better before this karma comes back. Let's bring it around to your number four, man. What was your closing finale? My number four is No Fun off from the record 8 from 2017. And I think it's funny that this song is called No Fun and it sounds very fun. <laughs> you know, musically, it's a very fun sounding song. I kind of get like heavy gator pop punk feels from this. Almost sort of like Sum 41. Okay. I kind of get like a Sum 41 vibe. Yep, I can hear that. I mean, Incubus does does that sound better, I think. I don't know. Yeah, so like like I said, it's really fun sounding tune. And um, I like the lyric, You're no fun, a song I never want to hear again. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you, is this a song you ever want to hear again, Kelly? Would I ever want to hear it again? <laughs> Maybe. It's almost frustrating. I like this type of song, but for some reason, bring my own personal musical hang-ups to it. Yeah. And I can't fully latch on to it. This is a, a catchy pop song, like, yeah. actually being a hit. It sounds like a party anthem. Yeah. Yeah, like a, a graduation party or, you know, a bunch of young people with hooting. <laughs> <laughs> We're time to build the final F-stack. Let's throw it on the fire, baby. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, we toasted those marshmallows. Build ourselves a catastrophic four-track F-Stack. This is going to be a challenge. This is going to be real tough. I feel like right away, what's the one song that you absolutely need need on the stack? I, I mean, it's got to be Crow Left of the Murder. Personally, I love it, but also I feel like it hits a real particular sound that they had. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to argue that. So, what's the what's the one then that you just gotta have on this bad boy? The one that I absolutely need on there is the warmth because of my personal memories and attachments to it. No objections, man. That's for my baby who just came in here and looked at me a second ago. <laughs> so that doesn't really help us too much because now we have two songs left and quite a diverse yeah. sound. Make Yourself in Circles are kind of the similar uh, rock, motivational tempo, I guess. So you definitely wouldn't want both. 
But I guess if I had to argue another one off of mine, I would say Karma Come Back. Okay. Looking at this list, I don't know for for an absolute. I mean, I've, I feel, kind of feel like I could be swayed. I wouldn't put this at the top or towards the top of the list. But dude, I'm feeling state of the art. I know it's kind of just like one of those songs that like, you know, it doesn't really have like the big peaks and valleys, but just like that melody, it just sticks with me. I was telling you earlier that melody and that chorus. Okay. So, I mean, I can be swayed, but I'm digging that one. State of the art, warmth, crawl after the murder. I would say maybe go... As far as your songs go, I'm leaning probably most towards Make Yourself. Okay. Well, so, well what sticks out is the whole um, lyrical message in, in that one. I really like that. What if we went Make Yourself, Date of the Art, Crow After the Murder, and Warmth? Is that a good one? How are you feeling about that? I, li- I like the Warmth as the closer. Yeah. I was gonna say, if I had to to sacrifice karma into the fire, to throw that log into the fire, warmth is a good uh, backup choice. If you're still really pulling for karma, come back. I would say we can ditch state of the art and put it in there. I don't know. You ha- you serve a good point. If we're trying to establish for the band's sake, yeah, and the audience in general, what are the four best gems? in the treasure chest of Incubus. Warmth definitely contains like the things that I would want in a sledgehammer. I really do like the way that that song kind of builds. Yeah. We wouldn't need karma at that point. Yeah, I just like the idea of Make Yourself being number one, coming in hard. Mm-hmm. State of the Art being the number two, kind of the experimental spot. My period piece, Crow Left to the Murder. Three, and then close with the warmth. I think I like that. How are you feeling? I like that. It goes up and down. It's It takes the listener on a little bit of a ride instead of yeah. like an even kill straight across the board sort of thing. Yeah. Quick and punchy for me. It's like especially like my one, two, three all kind of hit really hard. Yeah. To kind of balance that out. And you brought the other aspect of the band to the table. So I think it's a good blend. I think we put it together pretty well. Yeah. I'd say burn that into the wood. That's a good stack. All right. You want to read out the four? Um, no, because I didn't write them down, so... You didn't? <laughs> <laughs> All right, campers. Our Matastrophic Ultimate 4-Track F-Stack for Incubus is... Number one, Make Yourself. Number two, State of the Art. Number three, A Crow Left of the Murder. And number four, The Warmth. Nice. Nicely done. Congratulations to us. <laughs> Let's celebrate with a song of the week. Yeah, what's yours? Mine is My First Knife Fight by Swan Valley Heights. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> it is a nifty little three-minute instrumental track that oh. I've been grooming to all week. There's something about the tone. It's, I just listened to this song, and I'm like, wow, this is so catchy. And yeah, I've just been listening to it a lot, so I was like, I just wanted to put it out there. What does it sound like? It's it's instrumental, but is it rock? Is it cosmic sludge slash I don't know the stoner riffy rock? I don't know. It has a neat little like riff in there that I would just keep humming along in my head <laughs> all the time. Yeah, that's cool. So what about you? What'd you pick this week? 
So my pick is due in part to the fact that I'm going to see Alter Bridge tomorrow in concert. <laughs> so I picked an Alter Bridge song. First off, let me just say this will be the third time I've seen Alter Bridge in concert. I met Alter Bridge the last time I saw them. Oh, man. I'm not really hoping that I get meet them again this time just because my anxiety. Like, last time I was drunk. Like, I don't drink anymore. It was uh, intense enough meeting, like, a band that's one of your top faves. You know what I mean? Like, Yep. So the song I picked is Broken Wings uh, from One Day Remains, which is their first record from 2004. You don't know this song, do you? I don't know. I'm writing it down right now. Everything before Fortress, besides like three or four songs that I like, I'd really listened to their albums yet. It's one of those things, me, I like keeping little things like that in my back pocket, knowing that I can go back and I can go listen to it. It'll be new to me. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I think this song will probably knock your socks off. <laughs> Love it. It starts with this really cool, like, bluesy guitar part. Ooh. Kind of like separate, I guess, from the song. Um, they do this like bluesy guitar intro, and then they come back to it again at the end of the song for the outro. But right from the start, you can tell, you're like, oh wow, this is different. This is going to be cool. You know, it's not the standard, I guess, like Alter Bridge song. Yeah, it's just a very beautiful track. It, all, all the guitar parts throughout the song are beautiful, I would say. You know, Miles sounds amazing on this. He stays in like a certain register with his voice for the verses and then similar to other alter bridge tracks when the chorus comes he belts it out it's an awesome song and i'm really looking forward to seeing them tomorrow and if they play this i'll be like whoa <laughs> yes perfect i hope you have a really good time dude yeah thanks man all right so that wraps it up for this week let me get this kazoo out real quick oh yeah Play that shit. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Campers, thank you for listening. Oh, yeah, it's been real fun, and can't wait to see you out there on the um, socials and, and whatnot. Share your F-Stacks with us, with the bands that uh, we're talking about. I'm really curious to hear new music, and especially with bands that we both love. So until next time, I'm Kelly. I'm Duffy. Stay Matastrophic. See you guys. Thank you.